We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, guys? Just a heads up, uh, this episode was recorded on the Locker Room app. Uh, we're still getting our feet wet with this, and uh, Blue Wire, they have some ways uh, that we're going to start recording these to where our, our sound quality is what you guys are more accustomed to. Uh, so the quality for this one, it isn't really on on par with what we usually do. It's not terrible, but it's not the greatest either. So just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. Uh, we do know that it's not the greatest quality because we're recording from our, our phones for these, but... Uh, that's going to change this upcoming week, so just bear with us. We appreciate it. Hey, this is Dirk Nowitzki, and you're listening to the Maps Step Back Podcast. Let me step back for a minute, tired of the gimmicks. See, we just focused on winning. Ball in the airline center, we about to get litty. Luca carrying a torch, Borden jumped up on the porch. How you reckon with his force? Third season in the game, and he a legend by his fourth. Look, after dirt, now the king of Dallas. Airline serving as the palace. Young team, and it's full of talent. When revenge, we accept the challenge. Luca carrying a legacy. What it take to be an MVP? Being great, know it cost a fee. Know it really ain't that hard to see hold on wait silence the critics cause they never did it pass out jordan i woke up the city map shooting hot like we straight out the chimney go back to batman i'm calling them drizzy both triple doubles i'm waiting on 50 step back smoother you know it's so filthy if i get down on my team gonna lift me Rep the map, step back, overcame the setbacks Starting where we left at, know we gotta get back Know we gotta get back Rep the map, step back, overcame the setbacks Starting where we left at, know we gotta get back Like know we gotta get back Let me step back for a minute Let me step back for a minute Let me step back for a minute let me step back for a minute. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. Uh, today, I'm rejoined by my co-host and Dallas basketball colleague, Matt Glatson. 
uh, it was a fun night last night, Matt. We uh, we got to watch Luca do his thing again. Uh, finished with twenty seven points, and uh, I had to look. It was seven and six. I can't remember which one was the assists and rebounds, but uh, he did his thing in in Brooklyn and uh, on that court that you don't like, but you know I, I like it. I like weird stuff like that. It's not as bad as the Memphis Tigers uh, basketball team, <laughs> their court, but I enjoyed it. Or the Eastern uh, Illinois football team. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Mavs, they completely blow out the uh, the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets. KD, he's not coming back until uh, after the All-Star break. And then uh, they announced that Kyrie Irving wasn't going to play in, in last night's game. But they still had James Harden. And uh, he scored 25 points in the first half. And then I believe... I want to say he only scored like four points in the second half. Is that right? Or six? Uh, I don't. I do not know the answer to that question. I think it was six, but I, I'm not positive. Regardless, regardless, they they guarded him very well in in the second half, and then I don't even think he played much, if any, in the in the fourth quarter. But anyway, Mavs get a big win. They're back at 500, 16 and sixteen. Uh, they'll play the Orlando Magic on Monday. And then they'll finish out, I believe, against the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, on Wednesday before they go into the All-Star break. So, all right. Biggest takeaways from that game, Matt. One, like I said, Luka did his thing. He got he was complimented heavily uh, by James Harden afterwards. He said the Mavs got a good one. And he just uh, – it seems like there's a lot of mutual respect between those guys. There's been similarities between their games pointed out by people over the uh, – over the years so that was good to see uh one of the biggest things was kp finally coming back um uh, from his little hiatus the mavs they didn't play for a week and then uh he finally came back and he gave him 18 points and blocked a lot of shots and he looked energetic out there which you know given two weeks off you would expect that from him and matt he played angry uh you know, we, we've talked about that a little bit before. If, if KP played angry on a nightly basis, this team is a top four team in the West just because just, – just for having Luka and KP. And that's with all the, all the uh, imperfections on this roster. You know, if you have those two guys playing at that type of level – then you're going to compete with anybody. And it was nice to see from KP. I'm glad he came back, and I'm glad he played the way he did. You know, there was a couple of weird moments there where he, uh, you know, he kicked a chair on the bench, and I think that was when the Nets were kind of making a run and cut the gap to two at one point. Uh, But I think all that's a little bit overblown. I think he was just really into the game and, you know, wanted to come back and get a win. So what was your takeaway from his his, uh, return to play last night? Yeah, God forbid a guy gets a little emotional. Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it happens. <laughs> it happens every night in the NBA. It's just, I, I and probably in every game too. I mean, I think it's just uh, people have a little bit more of a microscope on him. Like somebody posted a video of uh, him taking like the 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 three from um, from mid court, like almost mid court, just over mid court. Yeah, it was just it was just like. You know, look at the reaction of Luke and Rick. It's like there's nothing there. <laughs> there's absolutely nothing there. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't do anything. <laughs> right. They just. They just like. All right. Well, that was an interesting choice. Move along. 
Yeah, and he, right. I mean, given he's hit those shots before too, so I mean, right. he makes he, it, and everybody's every it's right all over Sports Center. He has every right to shoot him. Um, but I thought he played really well. I was I was really impressed. Um, you know, I, I liked how angry he played. I liked you know he he shot really well, and uh, you, you can't really hope for for much more than than what he did. And I mean, he only played twenty five minutes. He didn't play as much as Luca or as much as Dorian or whatever, but you know, he'll work his way back into that. Assuming he stays healthy, uh, knock on wood, but it wasn't just him either. It was, you know, Brunson played well, Hardaway played well, Dorian played awesome on defense. Uh, Josh Richardson was good. Everybody was making shots, you know, it, it over overall, I wouldn't say Hardaway played extraordinary. I mean, he only went four of 12 from the field, but he did have some really big moments. Like right before the half, he stole the ball and took it coast to coast for a dunk, uh, stuff like that. So he had some pretty big moments. Uh, Aside from KP, and we'll we'll get back to the KP stuff here in just a second, but Dorian Finney-Smith, he looked like the guy who we want to see more consistently uh, for this team because he he can be an X factor. He finished with 12 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, uh, hit 5 of 6 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3. Uh, he had 2 steals as well and a block. I mean, he just he kind of did everything uh, during that game. So he's a guy who struggled this year. Uh, I was listening to our, our buddy Kirk and uh, Josh Bow on Mavs Moneyball podcast, Kirk, Your Enthusiasm. Well, I don't know. They they call it that, and then they I think they have a MMB after dark or something like. That. Anyway, I was listening to their podcast, uh, one of the last few, and they were just talking about how uh, Dorian's Dorian regressing to where he was before last season, which a lot of people think it was an outlier season, as good as he was. That's been one of the biggest issues for this team this year it doesn't get talked about a lot because you know kp has struggled they had all the covid stuff uh come up and you know there's been a lot of different factors there but i I agree with them that you know that's probably one of the biggest factors is dorian finney smith not playing like he was last year because he he shot nearly 40 percent uh he shot like 50 percent from the corners uh, corner threes last year. So when he's not playing like that and, you know, he, he kind of lost a step. He's one of the guys that had COVID and it didn't really look like he was back to his full, uh, his full form for a few weeks there. It's good to see him come around and, and have a good game. Yeah, I totally agree. He's, he's an X factor when he's, when he's playing like that, for sure. Uh, they don't really have anybody else who can, who can go two ways. Um, like that I mean he's when he's hitting on when he's hitting his shots and he's you know also at his tip top form on the defensive end they, that I mean they just don't have anybody else like that right now um Josh Richardson's been inconsistent so having him was was a huge help especially when you know you consider James Harden and, and the other players that the Nets have I mean I know it it's difficult to gauge too much how much last night meant because Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are both out, but yeah. Brooklyn's still good without them. <laughs> and look, I, I think that, and this is kind of branching off again, but I don't want to put too much into individual defensive ratings because I know there's, you know, a lot of things that can affect that number. But when you have KP 
who I think he's like 470th now out of 488. And Josh Richardson, he's in the he's in the early 400s, I believe. I mean that that's just that's not going to get it done. That's supposed to be two of your your best defensive players, or what the Mavs were banking on heading into this season. And until that, you know, until that starts happening on a nightly basis, uh, it's going to be up and down. You know, you're going to have a 500 basketball team like what we're seeing right now. But uh, Chuck Cooperstein. He pulled out a stat last night, and he brought it to the timeline that uh, the Mavs over the last four games have the top defense in the league. Uh, They've completely flipped the switch. And then he also pointed out that before all the COVID stuff happened, that they also had the top defense in the league. Uh, And then it just completely plummeted after that. But they were having offensive struggles early, so – that I think that's a good sign going forward. You know, they were they were really good early on, and then they got derailed, and it, it, it bottomed out. And now these last four games, they've kind of shown, like, okay, we've got a little bit of something now. Everybody's together. We've had a lot of practice time. Uh, everybody's healthy for the most part. We don't know about KP's back, <laughs> if, that, if that's going to hold up. Uh, but overall, it, it, it's, it's trending – in a good direction. And I really do believe that uh, they're going to find a way to be over 500. I, I think they win these next two games and they go into the all-star break uh, 18 and 16. What do you think? I mean, yeah. Um, I wonder how much of that has to do with uh, KP being in the lineup and not being in the lineup also with the top defensive, you know, rating and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, either way, it's, you know, they've shown they can do it. Uh, if KP can get his defensive legs under him, you know, he I thought he played decently on that end last night. So, I mean, it, look, we just need, for the defense, as far as he's concerned, we just need him to get back to the form he was in towards the end of last season and in the playoffs. When he was, you know, I thought he was pretty solid as a, as a rim protector during that time. Um, maybe people disagree with me on that, but. You know, it's 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 positive to me because I mean that let's face it, that's been their biggest weakness. We all talk about shots, you know, open shots being missed, and we all talk about, you know, lack of talent on the offensive side in certain positions and all that stuff, but the thing that's really hurt this team is defense and rebounding, and when they play defense like that, they're gonna be really hard to beat. Yeah. And it, I, I still think they need to address the rebounding uh before the March twenty fifth trade deadline, but you know, it was really nice to have a game like last night where uh, the Nets, they traded away Jared Allen. So <laughs> their, their best rebounder is, you know, probably DeAndre Jordan, at least that roster that they rolled out there last night. And, you know, he's he's kind of washed at this point. Uh, washed. Seven, yeah, <laughs> seven points and uh, – and seven rebounds per game for DeAndre Jordan, which, you know, he's used to 14 and 15 uh, in each of those categories heading into this season. So he's kind of dropped off a little bit. You know it's bad when you see Willie Colleystein out-muscling muscling, uh, DeAndre Jordan for a rebound, which actually happened last night. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It was, it was really funny to see. And at that point, I had no doubt the Mavs were winning that game. So, Yeah, um, honestly, I thought he was a little washed before he went to Brooklyn. <laughs> Probably, I yeah. think I think that all kind of started when he got very there, questionable. So, I mean, I know I know they have the uh, I know DeAndre has the friend connection with KD and all that stuff, but that was a very very questionable move. They could have been so much better if they had <laughs> if they had looked elsewhere. But it is what it is. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Hey, y'all. I wanted to take a second to tell y'all about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand-new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or, if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all of this for only $15 a month the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcast experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. But that's bw hustle.com slash join well look uh it's also luca's birthday today we got to give him a shout out 22 years young uh he's already accomplished so much already matt um hold on just a second i gotta look up the stat from uh mavs pr they posted it a while ago 
Okay, so he's 22 years old. It says in NBA history prior to turning 22 years old, Luka is first in triple doubles. He's first in 35-point triple doubles. He has 10 of those. Uh, He's first in 30-point triple doubles, and it keeps going down the line there. You get the point. Uh, And he's first in three-point field goals made. Uh, (laughs) So basically he's just like – The best 22-year-old ever? He's the best 22-year-old ever. And given his – now, I don't know about the NBA, but given his overall basketball resume, I feel like if he just decided to retire right now, he would be a basketball Hall of Famer. (laughs) Come on, man. I really believe that. Given his overseas resume – and what he's already accomplished in a short period of time in the NBA, if something were to happen and he ended up retiring, then I feel like just overall he would get in. Now, I'm not saying the NBA just, you know, by itself. You you okay. get what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah, I get, as long as you're not calling him an NBA Hall of Famer, then yes, I agree with you. I mean, yeah. it's, it's amazing what he's done. I still feel like the best, you know, the best years are not even close yet, which is really exciting. And I wanted to point this out too, because, uh, uh, stat muse on Twitter, they, they said that, uh, Luke is the second player in NBA history with 4,000 points, uh, 1,000 rebounds, 1,000 assists before turning 22. The other player is LeBron James, but, uh, our guy, Jim camp Campbell on here. He, he follows me on Twitter. He, pointed out that LeBron had played 238 games by the time he turned 22. Luka has only played 167 games. <laughs> and Luka's, uh, he said in Luka's season was cut short by COVID, and, and this season started later uh, because of that stuff too. But if you narrow it down to just the first 167 games of their careers, Luka has completely blown away LeBron in points, assists, and rebounds. By at least two hundred in each category. category. <laughs> so, That's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean it's crazy. You, you take away the age thing and you just go by games, and it just it makes it look even more impressive uh, for what Luke has been doing. But it's been great. Hope he has a great day today, and uh, hope he isn't lots too hungover. Hope he isn't of, too. Uh, <laughs> lots of Corona and Slovenian sausage are in his are in his night, I believe. Yeah, I remember, I think it was last year where his birthday was like the night before um, the night before they played in Miami against the Heat. <laughs> that, was, uh, that wasn't his best game. You know, he was, he was very sluggish, and I'm sure there were some extracurricular activities that went on that night before. So I hope, I hope that doesn't happen this time around, and uh, they don't have a trap game like our guy David said in the comments here against the uh, Orlando Magic on Monday. But the Magic, they're so depleted, man. Uh, I, I feel like I, I don't think that's going to be an issue against the Magic. Now, if if something happens and everybody just plays terrible and they they flub one up, then I'll, I'll, y'all can say that I, uh, I jinxed that. But I think they'll come out and uh, take care of business on Monday. So what, yeah. what, are, you, what are you expecting <laughs> heading into that Orlando game? Biggest – Biggest storyline: uh, the Mavs lose because Luca's hung over his shit. That's my that's my prediction. God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really I don't know. hope not. Uh, 
I I don't believe in trap games for the Mavericks because I think every game is a trap game for the Mavericks. Does that make sense? I it, mean, you, you have you have the right to feel, feel that way for sure. That's <laughs> that's completely fair. I just, especially this season, I just don't trust them going into any given night. I mean, you know, I thought they'd play better against Philadelphia, and they got blown out of the water in that game. And then last night, they beat a really good Brooklyn Nets team really easily. So it, they're very inconsistent. They're very up and down. They're very streaky. I mean, but they have won, what is it, seven of their last nine? So, you know, yeah. I, I do feel better going into that today than I would have two or three weeks ago. That's for sure. Um, I just, you know, you just never know with this team. And it's, it's frustrating. But that's just the way it's going to be until they prove me wrong. Yeah. Well, uh, they've been playing a lot better basketball as of late. I think that uh, that Philadelphia game, that was – I mean, they had a chance to win that game, but I think that was more of like a schedule loss <laughs> than anything else. Uh, and I feel like if KP had played – he if he had played and played like he did against uh, Brooklyn, that could have made a difference there too, but – uh, I fully expect to win tomorrow night. And like I said, I expect the Mavs to be two games over 500 heading into the All-Star break, and then they'll get another week off, or almost a week off during all that, and uh, they'll be rested up for the second half of the season. And that schedule, uh, I saw Brad Townsend when the second half schedule came out. Uh, he, 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 In his opinion, he said it was brutal. I was looking at it, man. I really don't feel that way. Uh, they've got 10 back-to-backs, but, you know, a handful of other teams do too. But overall, the schedule, aside from a four-game stretch where they play the Clippers in two straight games followed by the Blazers in two straight games, overall, the second-half schedule doesn't look that bad to me, uh, just in my opinion. So uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about it. And like I said, the, the more practice time this team gets together and if they can keep KP on the floor, I think they'll end up chal- challenging for home court in the West. Uh, I don't know if they'll get there because they got in such a big hole early early on, but uh, I think they'll at least, you know, find themselves in that 5-6 range at the very least. So I'm excited to see what happens. But uh, other news, uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, I had a very intriguing conversation with Mavs rookie guard uh, Tyrell Terry yesterday. Uh, if you subscribe, you, you probably already got it. If not, you can go find it on my Twitter page. Uh, really cool dude, really, really interesting guy to talk to. And uh, he pointed out, Matt, that... Uh, that's the whole point of him being in the G League is they're they're trying to groom him uh, to be to being more comfortable playing off ball uh, next to Luca eventually. So that was good to hear. I mean, you kind of you kind of got that sense that that's what they wanted when they compared him to uh, Seth Curry on draft night and at the day after the draft. So it's good to know that they're working on that, and I think he'll eventually get his opportunity. Uh, he's been killing it in the G League, so I'm excited for him. So y'all go check that out. Um, Another also... interesting thing about that pod, sorry, is that uh, I'm not in it, so if you don't like me, <laughs> you don't have to listen to me. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we didn't have a uh, 
or we had a schedule conflict. We were going to do a Zoom call, and that's easy to get everybody on and uh, in the same room. And because of Tyrell's schedule, he was only able to do a, a regular phone call. So that kind of cut Matt out. <laughs> so, sorry, Matt, but y'all it, it'll improve that. the ratings. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, y'all, y'all stay tuned, uh, during, uh, all-star break as well, because on that weekend or no, after all-star weekend. So on March 9th, uh, we have Mark Cuban scheduled to come back on and, uh, we're going to have a really good conversation with him previewing the second half of the season and, uh, reviewing what happened in the first half too. So, and that'll be a couple weeks before the NBA trade deadline. So, he might deflect a lot, but you know we're gonna try. We're gonna we're gonna throw some questions at him, and <laughs> we're, we're gonna challenge him a little bit and see what happens. Yeah, I'm excited about that part. Yeah, but guys, look, that's gonna do it for another episode of Map Step Back Podcast. Uh, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite platforms. Uh, let us know what you think about locker room. Like I said, we're still new to this, and uh, uh, we're not like. We're going to officially start doing this once a week here in the next few weeks when we get everything uh, straightened out with Blue Wire. Uh, but, I mean, right now I've, I've had a lot of fun doing it. And Matt, I won't speak for you, but I think it's going to be a good thing going forward. No, yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm very excited. They've, they've told us a lot of things that uh, I'm very excited about. Yeah. Mavs step back could be heading to Las Vegas for summer league this year. So that, that, that could be <laughs> on a full ride as they say. Yeah. Full. Yeah. That, that's going to be some, uh, that's going to be a really cool experience. I can't wait. I can't wait for that. So, all right guys, uh, we'll see you next time. Y'all have a great rest of your Sunday evening and we'll see you next week. Let me step back for a minute. Let me step back for a minute. Let me step back for a minute Let me step back for a minute Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.